0: this is a message to all my supporters of this podcast i'm introducing a new supporters program you can contribute a small amount as a one-off payment to show your love for this podcast thank you in advance for all your contributions a payroll and hr company needs to be prepared for whatever is going to happen you could say that over 70 years of experience helping businesses all over the world run smoothly is good preparation but for adp that's not enough Um, Here are some of my thoughts, ideas and comments. Um, And lastly, I would say I'm a corporate employee with an entrepreneurial mindset. So today, today I'm gonna talk about uh, five people that have influenced me in my life Uh, they come from the arena of sport of politics and business Um, now you're gonna be able to work out how old i am or roughly how old i am because most of the people had a major influence in the 90s when i was growing up so it's going to be pretty clear that the, this is the sort of uh, time frame that really had the biggest impact on me. Um, equally, I could have included people from the music arena um, and uh, more from sport really. Um, and, 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 and there are a few of the business people in there as well. So first of all, wanted to start There's five people that I'm going to talk about not in any particular order of of importance just five people that um, have made a major influence on my life so let's start with number one so the first one is from the sporting arena and this is Brian Charles Lara so this guy in the 90s kept, played cricket so some of you might know cricket some of you might not know cricket but in England is a bit of a big deal and um, Brian Lara was a West Indian cricketer who came from quite simple uh, origins quite simple background um, but had a major influence on the cricketing arena uh, because he just kept on scoring runs so he was a batsman and he has he had the record for the highest individual total um, in a test match which was four seven five and four six four six five and four eight five i think it was um he held it twice and then he held the largest score in in any competition with 501 as well now the reason why this guy is so important is the dedication and the, the skill that this person had now don't get me wrong some of it was natural ability and some of it was dedication um he was one of the first cricketers to actually be able to merchandise and be able to so he got bats where no one was ever you, you had your traditional people who made bats and that was it he endorsed things he went out there and marketed himself um, a lot of people threw a load of criticism because of it um, but essentially he wanted to he knew he had a short career and he needed to make as much money whilst being that as, as he could um, it's a real there's a couple of really interesting things on youtube about the period of when he scored the test match world record to the um to the one uh, to the um the uh, one he scored 501 and that period where he had huge amounts of pressure to do adverts to endorsements to speaking engagements and he was able to balance them both um he failed as a captain pretty much it, often in cricket, the greatest batsmen or players are not necessarily the greatest captains, but um what a guy, what a guy what a guy the concentration, discipline um had a real flair. attacked um he never really stood on the back foot at all, so really interesting guy, um, as I say, the interesting bit of it is that he just learned, he, he just realised he needed to do some merchandising and broke the boundaries, now what people do now, he, he was doing in the 90s and in the 90s cricket was very, very different, 2020 hadn't existed before, hadn't existed and uh, a lot of people were very traditional and, and uh, didn't like people going out of their box, so um, a real trailblazer. Um, but the, the one thing, scoring that many runs, batting over days to be able to score 501 and 485, um, discipline, concentration, dedication incredible 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 so um i think that he was one of those people that um well before his time changed cricket left it in a better place um, at the end of it and meant that the the great players were able to get a decent living out of it as well because they were ready to to be able to merchandise so excellent excellent man right second person i'm going to talk about is nelson mandela now i think everyone here will have heard of nelson mandela unless you were born under a rock uh the guy was simply incredible humble a giant in 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 the political arena um he was a freedom fighter uh he was uh in prison for 23 years um, and then came out and had no angst or no anger against the people who were captives. He just then became a great politician. And and a couple of people I'm going to talk about here were great in their time and have lost their legacy. Uh, this guy just got better and with age he just got better and better. Um, I'll never forget in uh, the early 90s when in the walk that he did out of the prison and the number of people that were there in South Africa just following him and that walk uh, with his wife Winnie Mandela. I think it was his second or third wife. So I, I understand his personal life was a bit of a nightmare, but it didn't cut anything away from his fantastic political public life so um, so he was a so just humility And being able to analyze be able to make choices when he was president um, in a really difficult arena where there were a lot of black people that were still angry and upset with the apartheid uh, regime Um, he came out and was immediately thrust into the the political and the public arena and he was just simply an amazing amazing figure um his early days when he was freedom fighting and and and, and, and he was training as a lawyer um he was a real re- rebellious young man and 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 what prison didn't take away from me he, he's, he's been quoted as saying that he just didn't let prison take the best of him out of him and i think that's just when you put under that amount of uh just uh, Just being put into that horrible, horrible situation and not letting it make you bitter or angry is just simply unheard of. I don't think many other people would have been able to do that. So just a giant, a true giant in the political arena. Um, So uh, I don't think there's anyone more important than him um, in the political arena in the last... 50 years probably uh just just great just great anyway right next one uh is richard branson so the world of entrepreneurial business uh so something that we've sort of touched on before richard branson amazing uh, started his um his career as a, a selling a, a, a small paper for student union um uh, and uh and and selling papers um he then went on and did the virgin records which was the first unheard of being able to pick up records and then sell them on afterwards um he made a load of money with virgin records um and he was uh he bought i just love the fact that he had the first major deal i think it was uh with Tubular Bells, the guy from Tubular Bells, I can't remember his name at the moment, um, he, uh, he made his first major deal and bought an island isn't that just amazing, with B- British Virgin Islands, uh, nicker Island is just, that's just what dreams are made of um, and um, what I like about him is he's had longevity and he's got multiple businesses and he's dealt with every little business as, as a completely different entity and different way of approaching each thing, some of these he sold, Virgin Records for example some of them he's kept, like uh, Virgin Airways. Um, some of them he's innovated. Um, the innovation on the having uh, Virgin. Galactic, as well, really pushing the boundaries of of of, of, of normal people going into space. Um, Virgin Railways, which he's been successful on as well, and had the first tilting trains. We're just talking about a true innovative man who has. So he, I was listening to his second biography, and he was talking about his his uh, airlines in in Australia, and the fact that he end up having to sell it and I think that's that's what I like about him it's not just uh, there's one other point I like about him but it's, it's that he's been able to keep sell uh, sell equity um, build businesses um know when the right m- moment to do certain things is and he's stuck to his guns he's gone to law courts uh, where he's been sued or uh, with damages and he's won he went against the government uh, with the railways and won um, it's just a truly incredible man and, and then one of the things in the 90s that I just loved about him he's a venture so so something we don't think of him so much about now but in the 90s he's, he's, he's ballooning around the world and, and 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 different sort of uh feats of the amphibian um, vehicle just incredible the guy would just push boundaries um Whatever area he's been in, he's always been pushing right to the edge, right to the edge, right to the edge. I just love that. I just think he's just an incredible, incredible human being um, who deserves to be Sir Richard Branson. And just for me was a defining figure on being able to be resourceful, be important, be clever and savvy and Business-minded, just a an incredible human being and then had this extra edge that he used to be an adventurer and um, on a couple of occasions nearly died on these balloons it's just an incredible human being Uh, I just uh, love his story love 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 his story so um, well done that's brilliant well the last two are people who were great in the 90s and then lost their legacy Uh, so i'm going to talk briefly about why they were so good at the start and then we're going to explore a little bit of why the legacy went and why their reputation has gone so the the, fir- the fourth person we're going to talk about i'm going to talk to you about is lance armstrong the cyclist so lance armstrong won the tour de france the largest best highest paid the most prestigious cycling uh, uh race um the Tour de France he won it seven times unheard of I think the last person uh, Eddie Merckx won it five times so um he knew how to win he could he could kid you he could control you he could ride up mountains he could do time trials he could do loan breaks the guy was just incredible uh took on the best in cycling uh and uh at the time we believed that he was uh, a a non-doper which is something that's 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 plagued cycling for many 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 a time is the doping and he was supposed to be the the person that won it seven times clean and um, it just we never thought it was going to happen to him because he was so good and the incredible story about him is that he had cancer just testicular cancer um and then came back uh and was an even better cyclist after testicular cancer so i remember reading his book and just being truly amazed about someone who could be 80 percent going to die and then could come back and win the hardest cycling race in the world seven times and i would actually say cyclists are one of the fittest people, any sportsman that there are. These guys ride for three weeks consecutively, I have a couple of dress days, but basically for 21 days they ride up mountains, on cobbles, on flat roads, everywhere it is a truly 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 remarkable feat that these guys do and i think that's the reason why so many dopers were involved was because it just was so incredibly difficult and hard to do that you needed to take drugs to, to be successful so um so the whole in the 90s we had bands around our arms that was live strong he merchandised he excelled he had great uh, uh, great uh, commercial decisions that he made uh, financially was just beyond uh, he was under great contracts um, he had the full package dated uh, music uh, stars, uh, was involved in politics, uh, he just got into, every, he was one of the most important people in the 90s and this is a simple cyclist um, but because of his illness, because how he came back, because he kept on winning, kept on winning in the hardest sport, one of the hardest sports in the world, everyone just was amazed and he then came back his second attempt and to be honest i think my personal opinion is if he hadn't have come back i don't think he would have been doped he would have found out that he was a doper i don't know if you know the story but essentially um he was found out to have doped and um and admitted it publicly. Uh, had all of his his Tour de France stripped from him um, on all the other races. He's had to pay back advertising campaign uh, money from Nike. Um, he, I think, he's had to pay back from the postal service, which was one of the sponsors of the race that he was in, uh, or the teams that he was riding in. And um, and. It was really devastating. It sounds like how can someone you don't know them, how can it be devastating? But knowing what he did and the story of how he did it, um, is just incredibly saddening that he wasn't able to be clean. And um and it was it was one of those people that really upset me when I found out then he admitted that he had doped for as long as he had. Um just just was an an incredible liar uh that's what we ended up making him out to be or, or making him what he was was an incredible liar he believed that he he was better and he could do it because he deserved it um a real sad sad day when when i found out he doped um so sad very very sad um And then the last person i want to talk about who had an influence on me uh, was tony blair so unsurprisingly if you understand nelson mandela and tony blair i did a politics degree as i've described before um and tony blair swept to government in the 90s uh, under a new regime of the labor party of politics in the uk uh he hobnobbed with the with the musicians and the the writers, and he made Britain cool. And uh, lots of it wasn't him. Uh, there was all the music with Oasis and and, and Britpop, um, and and sport was great then, and um, and politics really really tagged onto that and really uh, made an incredible impact on my life. Um, because I was seeing change that had not actually happened since the 60s and I actually admired Tony Blair very, very much because I thought he was an incredible man um, incredible leader he won three um, he won three general elections um, which is just virtually unheard of Um, um, and so I had great, he 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 worked with Gordon Brown who was a long time um, collaborator but also he was one who was trying to do one over him. So the the skill of being able to work with people that you may not necessarily like is a great skill. He's a great orator, he's very good at speaking, powerful words, eloquent amazing just loved listening to his speeches Um, he was radical in some of his policies Um, he put a lot of money into the NHS into housing into other things and um, you might not agree with Labour you might might not so Labour is the sort of uh, working class but he revolutionised the party made them into a modern 20 well nearly 21st century model he, he he changed the foundations of a party because he saw the future had to be slightly different and it it was it was an incredible incredible time uh where a lot of of change occurred in the political arena um, and uh an incredible man um but he ruled forever in the uk and probably america as well being known as the person who went to war with George W. Bush, who went to go and fight Saddam. Um, and basically, there wasn't a foundation for the war. And this is another legacy. If, if he hadn't gone to war, I think he would have been remembered as, as a great, Prime Minister, but with going to war and them not finding nuclear or, or chemical weapons and, um, and, 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 and and the sort of sexing up a dossier is one of the history. You should look back at it. It was, it was quite a major, major story. And um, he had a great team around him, but I think they ended up starting to believe their own press and, and arrogance came in rather than being, being humble. And what I love about Nelson Mandela, was his humility um, what i don't like about Tony blair was that he was he ended up being an arrogant leader um an arrogant person because he never ever admitted he, his thought even now he will not take it and he will he will say that the, the the war against iraq was worthwhile and we know that the basis the basis of that war wasn't true so he either knew that or he was given bad information either way, uh, a, a a truly incredible political leader in the uk anyway um, who lost his legacy on on going to war so um, uh, so I, these these are some of the people that have made a major impact on my life. I just thought it'd be interesting to share some of the people that's inspired me uh in my past because it gives you a little bit of a window into me gives you a little bit of a window into great people uh in different arenas and and how you've had people that have kept their legacy and people who have lost their legacy so it was important to, to 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 give a balance of, of some of these great people and just generally these people were incredibly important to me whilst growing up and they've been a, a, a foundation for what makes me me so so there we go um right i'd like you to check me out on twitter mark Hayward 169 uh youtube you've got my videos um i would also like you When you download this to subscribe to the podcast as well. It would be great if you could subscribe. You can get it every release day. I release on a Sunday and a Thursday. Um, I would love you to tell someone about this podcast. If you like this and you listen to me regularly. Or even if it's the first time. And you liked what I was talking about. Check out my other podcasts. Uh, It's the Absolute Business Mindset Podcast. Um, and, And tell someone. Tell a friend. There's something you don't like but tell someone, all right? I want you to tell someone, a friend, family, whoever it is, just tell someone about the podcast. That'd be great. And the last thing is for a request is to go onto iTunes because I imagine most people are going to use iTunes and give me a review. I'd love to hear what you think of my podcasts. Some feedback would be fantastic. What you like, what you don't like, what you'd like me to continue to do, what I want me to start or stop. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, so please, just in iTunes, give me a review out of five and give me some comments that would be absolutely fantastic right thank you very much absolute business mindset podcast thank you